Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect, whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee, sounds perfect. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. (laughs) It works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you can have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. This is Ben and Ashley I, Almost Famous, In-Depth. Wow, guys, we have a very special mini In-Depth today because this person does not do a lot of interviews. He really just doesn't. Um, He's kind of been a ghost to the franchise over the past few years, but a name that we will always remember. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Juan Pablo Galvez. Hi, Ashley. Thank you very much. Thank you for inviting me. And uh, yeah, well, I guess that was a good intro. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's address the obvious. That's a very honest issue right there. Thank you. Well, let's address that that statement that I made then. Why have you been so distant from the franchise since your season? Well, to be honest with you, it's uh it, it wasn't easy to just get out of the show when you know, I've explained to to some people that when we me and Nikki and the show and the next day we were in uh, in Miami, we we flew to Miami. The first thing we saw was my mom and she was crying, you know, because of how they treated me on the show or how they edited everything, you know? So, uh, and they edited her against me basically. And she felt, she felt bad. And in my, in my position was like, I don't care if they edit me, but not my parents or my cousin or my brother or whatever, my, my family. So uh, that was one of the reasons, you know, once I was out of the show, I was like, you know what? It, it's, it's easy. And the other thing was like dancing with the stars was calling me big time. And when we were on the finale, we were talking to dancing with the stars and the, the owner of the show didn't let me do dancing with the stars as well. So it was that kind of, you know, I was like, you know what, if, if I did this show for you guys and you're editing whatever you want to do and you're editing your way. And I got, uh, I was made, a villain because I was honest because I didn't propose to somebody that I knew 40 hours and I've never proposed to anybody in my life at the time. And, uh, and if being honest was a bad thing, I guess I wasn't good for the franchise, I guess, you know? So uh, those are some of the situations that got me, you know what, I'm done with the show and and that's it. I'm, I'm good. In hindsight, were there any comments that you felt like you said out of honesty that didn't go the right way that you feel like, ah, probably shouldn't have said that. I could have kept it in my own head. You're not going to be, you're not going to please everybody. So I'd rather be honest with you than not say something if you're asking me a question. You know, I, I cannot be like, oh, well, go around or, or something like that. So in my head, it was like, I'm just going to be myself. It's my, it's, it's my life. I have a daughter. I have to be as honest as I can. I have to be honest with the girls. I have to be honest with myself and I have to be honest with the father or, or family of the girls, you know? And, and one of the things that, I, that uh, stuck into my head when I was in the hometowns was uh, Nikki's parents, you know, and, and Nikki's dad, when he said, well, if you propose to my daughter, are you hundred percent sure you're going to marry her? And I was honest to him and I said, well, in this situation is hard. I have three other families that I visit or I have to visit. I don't remember at the time if I have visited them or not, but I said, you know, um, that I'm a father. So when I heard those words, I said, if you propose to my daughter, it's because you're hundred percent sure. Then I was like, I cannot propose because I met this girl 40 hours. I don't even know in real life how she is. But I liked her. I like her a lot. You know, I like her a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how I was thinking, you know. It's funny because during the entire season, I, I explain a lot, a lot of things. I explain, for example, the I love you in America is used for anything. Uh, I love that dress. I love, I love this. I love that. I yeah. love it used that way. And we have different words in Spanish that when you're dating or you're going out with somebody, it's like, I like you. I adore you. You don't use that. I'm like, hey, I adore you. You're like, what are you talking about? You know, kind of, it's, it's weird, you know, but in Spanish, you say different, there's like levels. And then at the end, you say, I love you when you are in love and you, you know, the person a, a lot, you know? Right. Well, I feel like that kind of rolls over into when you had, when you spoke about there being possibly a gay lead to the show and you used a word that you weren't, that you backtracked on because you said there is a cultural difference to this. There is a sort of a language barrier to this. Were there other times throughout the show that you felt like those barriers got in the way of the, the fandom bonding with you? The gay situation was like, I try to say, Pervert was not the word. It was like more affectionate and people in the house would fall in love with the people in the house. You know, I have family members. I have 
friends. I've been around gay people all my life. I have zero homophobic or anything, you know, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they're, they're people, they're, they're a person. I love them. And, it, and it's just, it's just, I've been around for forever, you know, since I'm little. And, um, and yeah, the words took, were taken out of, and I understand out of context, but I understand they make a boss out of it or whatever. You know, to me it was, you know, it was funny because when I wake up that morning, it was seven in the morning in LA. And uh, the first person I called was Ricky Martin's manager at the time. I said, Bruno, what do I do now? You know, what's going on? Juan, don't worry. Let's just figure something out here because I, I know you and, and I know the words are not what you mean. So, uh, so that was the first guy. As soon as I saw everything, the first guy I called right away. And, um, and it was tough. For me, it was tough because I was taking, taking the wrong way, but I understand why it was taken the wrong way. And in the show, um, those explanations that I did that they were never shown would have made everything better, you know, you know, and, and it's just, it was just part of it, you know, and I understand they have to do a show. They, but in my head, I will always say it could have been better. It could have been a good show. It could have been a good story. And I understand if I didn't propose, that's not what they wanted, you know, and I get it. And maybe Ben would not propose or the other one would not propose and the next one would not propose. And, and then it, it, it loses the, the show. Uh, how do you say the, the, the final thing on the show, you know, like, oh, oh, he's got to propose. Basically the climax, the, the package, the full package of it. Yeah. Yeah, correct. So, I mean, you've been explaining this and like there was, uh, especially during your time on The Bachelor, it felt like it was kind of one thing after another uh, that either the show was frustrated with or that people just didn't understand. I mean, during this moment for you personally, were you getting frustrated and like kind of how were you processing processing this personally as all like as you're being misunderstood and as things just kept kind of like spiraling and you felt like you were kind of losing losing control of the public? Well, you know what? You've been there. You film first and they treat you a certain way. You don't even know what's going on. You know, when you're filming, um, everything was fine. Um, obviously, there were some situations at the beginning. Uh, the first day, the, one of the first days was the, the dog. It was, a, it was like a adopt a dog. We had to do a photo shoot and stuff. So there was like 13 girls and and I was fine. We were doing the photo shoot and everything was great, boom, boom, or whatever. And it got a little uncomfortable situation with the girls that they, the guy was like, give mouth to mouth to one, give mouth to mouth to the other one. And it was kind of, you know, and like I said, I have, I have a daughter at the time and I still have it. But uh, so it was, a, it was a tough situation for me there. And I talked to the producer and I said, listen, I would love to talk to the four guys I talked the first day. You know, I really want to talk to them because... I'm, I know in the situation I am, I know you get uncomfortable sometimes, but there's, there, there's a, a, a thin line that I will do or not because I have a daughter and, and that's the way it is. So when I met with them, um, I remember Mike flies telling me, we just want you to be you. All right. Then, then it's going to be me, you know? And, and that was not, that was not good for him because when they will say Juan, this is not what happened, but the, and you know, they'll be like, why don't you go naked? This didn't happen, but, but let's say for example, something like, why don't you go there naked and just do a flip or whatever and get in bed with a girl. And I say, no, that's not me. Why don't you shower and get all, that's not me. So it, it got to a point that either you wanted me to act because I say you wanted me to act. I'm not an actor. Or you want me to be me? And he said, no, I want you to be you. Okay, fine. Then, then me, it's going to be. And, and there's certain things that I will not do for a show because that's not me. You know? What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. 
we have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and I Fund Women grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. Mm -hmm. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Do you think that comparing yourself to the other leads who have had kids like Jason Mesnick and Emily Maynard, you were less able to use Camila, your daughter, as a reason for you not wanting to do something? Like, for example... Emily was able to have the entire show taken to North Carolina. She was able to tell the guys before Fantasy Suites that she wasn't going to have a sleepover because she wanted to be a good role model for her daughter. You think there's a double standard there for you? Yeah. Well, uh, there it's, it's all depends on how you see it because at the end of the day, Fantasy Suites is called Fantasy Suites. Whatever you do there, it doesn't matter. You can talk all night. You can have sex, you can do whatever you want, you know, but at the end of the day, if you see it from a 
meeting or, or learning or about somebody, that, that's a perfect time because you got no cameras. You can right. talk about, hey, do you like to eat gum? No, I don't. But if you <laughs> talk that with people, then you'll be like, hey, why don't you talk about something more interesting? Okay, then I guess I can have to figure out, oh, why don't you talk about her dad? Oh, how's your dad? Oh, he passed away two days ago. Oh, shit. Now I understand. You know, so it was it was a it was an experience to me. And like I said, there's certain things like like she did that I will not do because I have a daughter. You know, the first fantasy, why don't you get in bed? It's not gonna happen. It's just not gonna happen, man. You know? And it's it's that pushy that they get you. okay, say I love you, bro. I don't love her. Why what would you want me to say I love her? I don't love her. If I love her, I tell her, but I'm not gonna lie to her just to to look, I guess, good when I just met this girl a month and a half ago and I've seen her 10 times, you know, that's, and it, it's, it's part of it, you know? From my experience in the bachelor bubble, I feel like it creates feelings faster. I think a lot of people just kind of like get totally taken up with the experience. Do you feel like you didn't have so much of that effect? And that's why you were able to stay a little bit more like true to Reality? I don't want to call it reality because I do truly believe it's reality, but it's a different kind of form of it. Okay. Were you a bachelorette or you were on The Bachelor? Right. I was on The Bachelor. There you go. That's different. You, you, you know, you can ask maybe Ben, you know, you have 27. So you're like, damn, this one or this one or this one. You don't. So you are concentrating one guy. And that's when you, you know, the bubble, you, you, you're right on point. The bubble gets you. Like, oh my gosh, this girl, I like her. Okay, the next day, oh my gosh, I kind of like, I'm kind of jealous. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, that could happen because, because it's one guy. But here you have many. So you're like, you see through uh, different things when you're, when you're the lead guy or the lead girl because you see what she likes. So, you know, I, I like some of the girls physically. You do attract to some of the girls first. But then when Nick was like, oh, I'm a nurse and I work with kids. And I was like, well, I like that. I, I really like that about her. And I have a daughter. So I I'm put myself in the, you know, weight on her. I'm like, I really like this girl. She likes kids. She's telling me a story about this kid that almost died and she rescued and all that. And like you said, you're right on point on that. The circumstances, remember that you don't have phone, you have nothing. I had a phone. I was the first guy having a phone because I will call my daughter anytime. I Skype my daughter, FaceTime my daughter, whatever, anytime. So I wasn't that disconnected as well. I mean, okay. So every time I talk to a bachelor since my time, I tell them one thing. I want to watch their authentic love story, whatever it is. If it's ridiculous, if it doesn't go well, whatever. I want to watch their authentic love story. You've spoken to that by saying it doesn't necessarily have to end in engagement. And I agree with you 100%. And so if we can all watch that and, you know, we saw it with Colton, he didn't, it didn't an engagement. He didn't take the heat that you did. There has to be something on your season that really f fired people up. And I, and I would imagine maybe it's just because it's prevalent and it's in the news now. It, it was the moments with Claire, right? It was the confrontations with Claire. Mm -hmm. Where did that go wrong? Like in your opinion now, if we just focus on that, like okay. why was that the thing that was aired and made everybody so furious? I feel, you know what, I'm not sure if you said it when you were, when you had the three girls, you were like, this is the one and you land, you're like, oh, I like the ring because I like this girl. You know, I don't know. I never say anything. I didn't tell them. I didn't tell anybody what was, who I was going to pick because it got to a point. It got to a point that they were like trying and trying and I will do interviews and I will do confessionaries with Chris for like an hour and a half is like, do you love her? Bro, I'm not. I don't. So I got to a point that for them, it was hard to get me say something that they wanted for the show. We Claire, to be honest with you, they, they took their, her reaction to rejection, which is natural because there was three girls and one was going to be the last one and two were going to be rejected. And it's just natural. And they took her reaction. I say, wow, that was great. Let's just flip it around. And let's just look the guy as bad as we can. 
She could have made up stuff. She was upset and it's fine. To me, I was like, you know what? If, if it was so bad that I say, listen, I'm, I'm not going to go with you or and that's part of the show or should I just keep two? You know, I don't know. You know, so, so I was like, wow, it was interesting. We, we did it and we know how it goes. She left and I was fine. The rest were, oh, great. Who is the girl? Whatever. They go that way. And then when you see the editing, you're like, really? Also, there's this part that they took right away. And I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know how long it was from when I say goodbye to her to when I said it, you know, because she, she responded at me. It's like, I never want my kids to have a father like you or whatever. And I don't know if you're a father. Are you a father yet? Not yet. No. When you're nope. a dad, you know, or, or when you're a mom, you're like, are you going to tell me that? Like, what did I do wrong? I just say that I didn't want it to, you know, I have feelings for somebody else. So I said, I'm glad I didn't pick her. Right. And that was put right away. Like she turned around, boop, boop. I'm glad I did. And that, I guarantee it wasn't that way. She was gone. And, and I was sweating and, you know, and then I was like, I'm glad I didn't pick her, you know, but everything is filmed. So. That's interesting. Uh, I think that a lot of people infer that what, why she said that was because of what you said on the helicopter. Correct. So Correct. do you regret what you said on the helicopter? To be honest with you, I don't, I don't recall that. And that's why it made me think also as well on, why she said it, why she did it, why she, you know, like when, when you're in that situation, obviously I'm not going to remember everything I said or whatever, but I was like, I was surprised with that. I was like, when did I say that? You know, but if she says it, I just leave it at her. I, I'm not going to fight or I'm not going to get into the, no, you said it, I didn't say it, whatever. And she was upset, very upset because I rejected her. So what can I tell you? To me, when I got rejected, I didn't get upset and start saying whatever. Ah, this girl, whatever. I just didn't. But I felt like she took it very personal and she didn't understand that that's part of it. You know, some people are going to go get rejected and some people don't. It's, it's, it's hard. I mean, your story here is, Right. Like it's been years now. We've been able to process through this. Um, you're, you know, you've brought back up again because Claire was just the bachelorette. You're reliving these moments that you don't want to relive. And I'm just wondering, like, was there anything inside of you that wanted to defend yourself? Because it felt like in a sense, like there was no defense. You kind of took it, you took it, you took it, you keep taking it. You took it again here when Claire and I don't, I mean, I can't say if there's anything to defend yourself for, but your story now is that, hey, you know, when, you know, this was all kind of reaction to being, uh, Claire's reaction was to being, you know, rejected. Um, you didn't say things in the timing that it was shown. And so why do you want to get your story out there? Why I didn't want it to get my story out there? Yeah. I just, you know, it's, I just left it like, you know, I'm just going to leave it what they wanted to say, and, and, and to me, it was, it was like, why am I going to keep, you know, they keep bringing me every season for anything. They'll call me. They wanted me to do Bachelor in Paradise and the other one. And, the, and I say, no, nah, it's pointless. I'm not going to do it. How big is the check, Mike Flies? You know, whatever. I'm not going to do it, you know. And, uh, and to my surprise, I was, I was going to go on, on Claire's season because – I got called from the producers and they say, you know, Juan, Claire wants to make peace with you. I said, okay, cool. I'm fine with it. You know, I have nothing against anybody. You know, she was upset six years ago. And I'm like, I don't know why, because she, I say, it's not you, it's the other girl. Um, and I say, well, okay, let me think about it, you know? So, um, but then everything changed. Wait. What happened? Why don't you go oh, on? Because of jail. She, well, because of whatever happened. It was like, oh, she's gone now. Oh, oh, it was like, okay, good. All right. You were going to go on the show in quarantine? Well, if, if I, if, 
I'm telling you this, and I don't even know if she wanted for real or not to, to do this. Uh, it could be a producer calling me, be like, oh, listen, we're going to do this. And then I get there, and they'll be like, Claire, what are you doing here? I hate you. I don't know. I had no idea. But I, I thought about it, and I say, I have, nothing, I have nothing against her. I don't know why she could have something against me, because I did what you're supposed to do on the show, to eliminate girls till you get one. And she was the second to last. Oh, I mean, yeah, the second to last one. So if every person that gets rejected before somebody gets picked, the top, the top three gets pissed off, then I guess you're not understanding that you that's, that could happen to you. I was under the assumption, and I'm... I'm now being proven wrong that production just kind of wrote you off. They didn't want you to come back. And that's why we haven't seen you on our TV. But apparently you say that they've asked you to do paradise and winter games. At the, at the end of the day, remember something. They want ratings. They want, I don't know, drama, whatever. If I go there, what I don't even know what they will do. But obviously in, in the case of me going there, if I would have got there and be like, hi, Claire, and she'd be like, oh, listen, you know, I would have just say, you know what? I didn't come for this. I turn around, I don't say a word, and I leave. So they will not use whatever they could. I have no idea. You know, all those things came to my head. It's like, how about if I go there? And then Claire's like, what are you doing here? And it's like, well, the production told me that you wanted to make peace with me. And I'm in peace with you since, since that day. I have nothing against you, you know? So I have nothing against anybody, any contestant or anything, because that's part of it. You know, I've never seen the show. I've seen my two seasons and that's it. I've never seen anybody's show. Zero. I don't see one episode, none, because uh, I know, I rather know the person for who they are. You know, I, I don't know which season were you actually. And Ben, I know you were in some, I don't know if it was two after me or whatever, but, uh, but I rather, I'd rather meet the person and not judge them by what you only see on TV, you know? Well, but I mean, you know, the one thing that's interesting, it was, it was sent in, in an email to us as we were prepping for this was, you know, you, you want to make peace with Claire. I don't know. I don't know why you wouldn't, right? It doesn't do you any benefit in life not to. However, as her season did air, you didn't watch it, but you liked a tweet uh, that got a lot of press. Uh, and that's why it was sent in. I think that uh, it said you dodged a bullet uh, by dumping Claire. Uh, if there's peace wanting to be given to her, and this is a reconciliation, why like that tweet? Why not? I feel because like it doesn't necessarily put like it doesn't help the relationship. I feel like when you see you know when you see all this when you're getting hammer every year, all right? Yeah, you're like. Somebody just say something. You're like, I'm just going to like, it. it's not like, oh, I'm terrible. I'm, oh, yes, Claire. No, I don't, I don't mind. You know, I, I have nothing against her at the end of the day. You know, I have zero. And since, since I left, I have nothing against her. I can talk to any girl. I can talk to her. It's fine with me. But every time I will make a comment or something, it will just go fire. I'm like, oh, yeah. Whatever. You know. So you are. And I, go ahead. And and I don't even know. If, the other thing is I don't even know if it's her, if it's production telling her. So it got to a point that you don't even know what's going on. Like, I, to my surprise, when I, I don't even know the contestants, and all of a sudden I got you know I I made a tweet that it was like wow I'm surprised that the contestants are so young. It's gonna be an interesting season because they're so young for her. Which it, I have nothing against that, but if you, if I was Claire and I'm 39 and I'm at the show, just bring me, I guess, 10, 40 year old men at least, you know, and, and I have nothing against being young, 23 or 30, whatever, it doesn't matter, but it, it's just how it should be, I think, you know, if I'm now 30, I'm 39, if I want to do the show, I don't want 20 year old girls. I want maybe 32, 33. I don't know. But you think that that was what maybe Claire wanted? Huh? I don't know. Uh, you are such an honest guy. So I want to ask you, when Claire was announced as the Bachelorette, did a little part of you go, oh, shit. Ugh. 
<laughs> I'm on right. I'm on again. I said it. I'm like, yeah. all right. Wow. I can feel I can I I feel the promo right away. Like it was just gonna be one, 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 one. You know, but it's part of it. They, they need to do a show and they need to sell and it is what it is. Well, uh, let's take a break here for just one second. We come back. Uh, we're going to catch up on your life now. I know we just have a few more minutes with you here. Cool. We want to hear what's going on in 2021. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening. Because they believe that their product should provide more than just power, they should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. All right, Juan. So 
we've talked about the show. We've broken down your your uh, your relationship with the show, kind of what happened during it. But obviously, life moves on. You're now 39 years old. It's uh, 2021. Uh, are you back to dating again? I know you've been in the headlines off and on here recently for your romantic relationships. What's going on? I'm good, man. I'm happy. <laughs> Is that all I get? I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. You know what? Um, I'm focusing on family, my daughter, work, you know, and and maybe somebody around. Maybe maybe there's someone around. Um, You you, um, were married to a former Miss Venezuela for two years. Do you mind opening up a little bit about uh, why you guys are no longer together? It was just we were different. You know, we lost a baby. And I think that was. I'm so sorry. uh, Yeah, that was kind of when we lost it. Every everybody, you know, took their, their their way apart. Everybody was like she obviously she was affected and I was affected and and she wanted to do other things and then she thought she didn't want to have a baby and I wanted to have a baby so you know it was like man eh, it's it's pointless to keep trying or 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 me waiting at because I didn't know either you know and, and she didn't know when she wanted to have one or not so I was like you know what let's just let's just call it over and 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 we're fine and you know, it was it was just it was just those kind of things that there, when when you're in life and there's some situations that happen to you, it makes you think right away and, and and make decisions. You know, six years ago, one of my favorite cousins passed away, so I changed my way of living. Since that day, it was it was my daughter's god godfather. So since that day, I was like, yeah, you know what? Um, I'm not gonna say never, but I will almost never jump on a bike. And I have not jumped on a bike in six years. So, and I will live to the fullest because I'm here today and then tomorrow I might not be here. And I enjoy with my daughter as much as I can, with my family as much as I can. So, it's that. Well, taking the bike analogy then, uh, just to be clear, do you want a relationship? Yeah. Are you, you're you're interested. You you do. And that's one of the reasons, you know, at the end of the day, it was like, I want to have kids. You don't want to have kids. Okay, let me find somebody to have kids. I'm not, I'm not in a, I'm not in a rush. But if I would have lived with somebody and it's like, oh, I'm, I don't want to have kids in five years, then I'm gonna be like, wow, I'm gonna be 45, changing diapers. Maybe that's not what I want. Let me find yeah. somebody. If if it happens, happens, and I have kids as soon as I can. Hmm. Okay. How is Camila these days? How old is she? Big. She's gonna turn twelve in twelve days. She looks so mature. Day. She looks like a teenager. She looks like she's fifteen, sixteen. She feels like she's seventeen, but she's only twelve. <laughs> so it's it, she's gonna be twelve. So it's funny because she's just wow. It's it's crazy to to deal with her teenage. She feels like she's a teenager. She's gonna be only twelve. But that I'm I'm big, but now she does little. And when you see her, you feel like you can treat her like she's 15, but she's not. So, but it's fun. Does she want to watch your season of The Bachelor at all? You know, she, she told me, Dad, you need to be on The Bachelor again. And I'm like, why? Because I want you to be famous. Because I want to meet Ariana Grande. Because I want to, she just comes with this kind of stuff and it's just funny to me. You know, I wanted you to meet Ariana Grande. Dad, why don't you marry Ariana Grande? And I was like, <laughs> You give her, you give her an award. Now you can marry her. You know she's a fan, big fan of Ariana Grande, so it's fun. That's uh, which okay. So weird question for you as we close up. Your daughter's twelve years old, so this is awkward at every level. But one day she comes to you and says, "Dad, I want to go on The Bachelor because I want to meet Ariana Grande." <laughs> what would you say? Well, I will tell her, you know, and and I have. A, I've asked that this question before and I say, you can go, just be yourself. Don't do anything you don't want. Be mm. careful what you say. It could be used against you and just have a good time. I didn't have a bad time. Like I said, I, I enjoy both the bachelorette and the bachelor. I had a great time with the guys in the house and cooking and going to Germany and then Barcelona. And you have a good time, you know, yeah. and you, I, Ashley, you probably know how fun it is. I had is. a great time on The Bachelor, because, yeah. Because on the, on the Bachelorette, if you go with a mind that you're going to compete, you're out. You're done. 
you're not competing. It's not a competition. You're not competing to win the girl's heart. No, you just got to be yourself. If she likes you, good. If she doesn't or have feelings for somebody else, well, it is what it is. So in the case of, of Camila, I say, well, you can go. You have a good time. Um, you know what could happen. At least now I can tell her, you know what could happen. You could be um, portrayed a certain way. You have to see what you do. Don't drink that much because they'll make you drink and you'll never talk to the guy until you're really drunk and they will talk, make you talk to the guy and make, oh, that happened to you? No, there's a two drink per hour limit. Where? Yeah. On The Bachelor On the now. show. No more drinking. Wow. Yeah. Is that a rule? It's a new rule. Oh, yeah. it's, it started in 2017. So boring now <laughs> for them. <laughs> They're still finding ways to get good TV. They're definitely oh, yeah. still finding ways. I'm sorry. I have to ask what you thought when... Ask. I can make people wait because I'm liking talking to you. Oh, to be honest. you're so sweet. Okay. Yeah. Well, with Claire and Dale breaking up, you made a statement. You said that you just want her to be happy. Were you surprised that they were you surprised that they broke up? Um, what What do you think was the issue there? You know, you know the issues when you're in the same room, in the same house. You don't even know what could happen. You know, it, you go on a show trying to meet somebody and then to get to know her better, you know, and, and, and sleep with her and eat with her. I don't even, you don't even know how, I don't even, if I go to the show with you, I don't even know how do you hold the forks <laughs> like this. Or if you, you know, it's just, it's just simple things. But, uh, but maybe it was too rush, you know, she, like, I don't know, I, I guess they were talking before this. I, I don't even know, you know, what happened. But at the end of the day, I know she wants to be a mom. We we talk about it, you know, and I don't know if she does now. But uh, but I would just want her to be happy. Uh, she's been every year trying and trying. And I feel like if she stops trying that way and she, she just let it be, it just it's just gonna happen sooner or later it will happen you know? do you think that she ha she's going for the wrong kind of guys how do you know it's the wrong kind of guy are you dating somebody ashley i'm married married was do you marry in the show uh i did <laughs> i met jared on the bachelor yes <laughs> but how do you know it was the right guy well or the wrong guy i'll tell you this I very much felt like it was love at first sight, but we were kind of a bachelor exception because we didn't really get together until after like a year, two and a half years until after we first met on the show. And while like I was totally into him the entire time, um, okay. we just, it was our friendship that has made us so strong and everything That's since has been so easy. There you go. That's when you realize because you didn't even, you were not even picked. Right. Yeah. So it was a conversation. It was a, in the show. He didn't pick you. You see, that's a, that's a great example. He didn't pick you. He married you because what? Oh, he didn't pick you then, but then he got to know you for real. Yeah. Not in a 10 minute talk. Yeah. About interesting things. I will I will admit that with the other relationship that I met on the show, it was a real turning point to me when we did spend time together in real life where I was like, oh, I'm starting to feel like this is not right. But the bubble made it feel pretty good. See? Yeah. It is. It is. that You know, I feel like um, she she will find somebody. Somebody will. You know, and she'll be like, oh, that's the guy. And the guy will be like, it's you. And they'll get to know each other for, for, for real and more time than just the bubble. The good old bubble, man. Well, uh, <laughs> we really appreciate you sitting down and talking to us and sharing your insights uh, into your whole season. Uh, you know, it feels like... It, honestly, and I could be wrong. It doesn't feel like this happens very often where you get to sit down and share 
your bachelor story, good, bad, indifferent, whatever, but it just doesn't, it doesn't happen. Uh, we haven't heard it and we get small snippets and I see you in the headlines for the tweets that you like and the tweets that you put off, but there's no explanation behind them. So we really appreciate you sitting down and explaining with us and hanging out with us, um, and talking to us for as long as you have, uh, Juan Pablo, thanks for being a guest on the almost famous in death podcast. It's a big deal for us. No, thank you guys. I really appreciate it, you know, and, uh, we'll we'll see we'll talk some other time and now you know a little bit more about the story and actually now actually you know that i wasn't hiding just just because i wanted to be hiding you (laughs) You just didn't want to us you picked us to do the interview with so sweet uh juan pablo i want to end by saying that i think you should go back on and get camila to meet ariana grande because you may have been one of the most divisive characters of all bachelor time but you can be very entertaining and you have been during this half an hour so thank you one last uh to close out here uh matt james is our current bachelor Mm -hmm. uh what advice uh do you want to give Matt James as he continues? So already filmed, but as he continues through the process, what have I, well, if it's already filmed, we cannot give him advice on the show. The only advice I can give him is just watch it, figure out what is edited and what not, what you like or what not. And, and just, just be honest, man. At the, at the end of the day, they don't, I'm not sure if they like honesty. I don't, they, they, they want you to play the game, and you know that. Um, I wasn't able to do it. Uh, people tell me, why do you do this or whatever? Because I just can't. It's just something inside of me that I can't just... People say, oh, man, you should have said I love her, give her the ring or whatever. Yeah, I could have done all that, but that's my values and, and how I was brought up. It was, you know, I cannot just lie to somebody on her face or national television to please somebody when... When I feel like it's more important to respect the father who tells you something like, are you going to be 100% sure if you propose to my daughter? And you're like, damn, I'm a father. I, I need to be 100% sure, I guess. Because I want my daughter, when she gets proposed, I want the guy to be 100% sure. I don't want it to be, you know. So uh, those are the things that as a father... You see it from a different perspective. If I wasn't a father at the time, woo, I would have been probably going crazy and do crazy things. I don't know. But your life changes when you carry a baby, man. That's going to be interesting. And, and I hope I can talk to you guys when you're fathers. And then you'll be like, Juan, now I get you, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. I have no doubt, man. Juan, every uh, in-depth episode, we end in a fun way because they oftentimes do get uh, personal, uh, Ashley creates a few questions. This takes two minutes. And so we're going to ask for two more minutes of your time. She, she asked a few questions, uh, ask, answer them in a short way as possible. And then we'll close out of here all together in the way that we always do on the almost famous podcast. Ashley, it's your time to shine. It's your seat to take, take it over. Let's do it. Juan Pablo, who is your celebrity crush? Heidi Klum. Okay. Who's Camila's celebrity crush? She likes... She likes who was she saying? She likes all these influencer guys. I don't know some some with the hair like that. I don't even know how you. Call it. I don't even know the names. Ashing or I. I don't even know. There's a bunch of little kids there. They're TikTok, <laughs> TikTok you know, guys. They, if they have if they have the hair like puffy like here, you know, like like that. She yeah. loves it. It's hilarious. I I understand. I well, love Heidi beautiful Klum, hair. Heidi Klum was my celebrity crush all my life. You know. Now I have other ones, but they're younger. So. Okay. So she was a consistent. It's kind of like my Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. Yeah. Um, what is a Venezuelan cuisine that everyone should try? Pequeño. What's that? It's like a mozzarella stick. It's a it's a cheese stick. Oh. That's no no American ever or friend from anywhere. I've given one and they're like, damn, what is this? So when you come to Miami, I take you guys to eat tequeños. Okay, sounds good. Um, what is your favorite movie? Uh, El Hijo de la Novia, Son of the Bride. Oh, all right. It's an Argentinian, The Son of the Bride. Yep. Okay, what was your best memory on The Bachelorette on Dez's season? Like off-camera moment. 
Oh. Off camera moment. Or on camera, either way. You know, I like I like our our um our rodeo thing. Like uh when we did stunts, that was fun, to be honest with you. We did the the it was the the movie uh the how do you call that movie? I forgot. Uh how you highway. Um it was a Lone Ranger. Ranger? Lone Ranger, that's the one. Okay, that's the, that was a fun one. Stunt, and we learned a bunch of stuff. I read a horse. That was that was fun. So there was a producer on the show. His name was Adam, and you called him Banana one day. And the sh- you don't remember this? Oh. Oh my God! The producers apparently and yes, and the producers cracked up, and they called him Banana for the rest of his time there. Can you share the story behind it? I don't remember why I said it, but those were the three amigos, you know, me, Peter, guys, banana. It was just the three of us at all time, you know, like he got to a point. It was funny because the three of us, um, like, like they got, we were like family, you know, and they understand me because they did the interviews. They understand me a hundred percent. And I explained and, and they were asking me the questions and do you love her? No. So you like her a lot. Oh, you love, oh, I adore her. Or oh, you're, see, there's, there's a word, me encanta. When, when something me encanta is like when, oh, I love this dress, you know? And, and, and in McDonald's, I don't know if they're paying for this. There's a slogan, it's called, I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. In Spanish, it's me encanta. When, when something me encanta is that you really love that. Like, oof like a food or 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 that girl me encanta mm-hmm. you don't say i love her but she's just it's a powerful wow. like okay a, so i explained that and and for them it was that it, you know and, and i got to a point when it was a turning point when i heard when they were trying to make me say something and i remember peter going like this you know like listening to him the radio blah, 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 blah. and then he just looked at me and instead of say, telling me what I had to do or say, he, he said, um, it's not going to happen. And when I saw him, that was like, bro, this guy really knows me. Like, he, know, he knew I wasn't going to do whatever they were telling me to do. So, so but those, Adam and, and Peter, well, they're my bestest for life. We love them very much. Uh, such, such sweethearts. But you don't remember the banana story. Oh, well. Okay, fine. I'm going to have one last crazy question because my friend once asked this to a guy that she liked and she thought it was the most embarrassing question, but I think that it can tell a lot about someone. What is your favorite donut? Um, Boston cream. Okay, great. All right. Well, Juan, we, we end every in-depth, every Almost Famous podcast in the same way. Uh, follow our lead. Just say exactly what we say, except use your name in the middle. Well, this has been an Almost Famous in-depth with Juan Pablo, who was uh, a bachelor on The Bachelor. Uh, he spent time with us today uh, talking about his story, what he's up to today, and also his relationship with Claire. Uh, with all this being said, we'll be back next week uh, and every week following. This has been Ben. I've been Ashley. And this is Juan Pablo. Okay. Hi, Tonyo. Hey, <laughs> there we you. go. Thanks, buddy. Bye. Thanks, guys. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. 
Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.